Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas and it's time for Texas Homegrown Music. I've got a really great show for you today with Andrea McGee from Belfast, Ireland, who made her way to the United States and trekked across the country and ended up in Austin, Texas, and we claim her 100% as a Texan now. I know you're going to agree with me when you hear her music as to why it is that she fits so perfectly in, in this genre of music. So sit back and relax, grab a snack if you want, and get ready to listen to some great music and a really soulful interview with the sweet, sweet gal by Andrea. And I, I want to sing a song for you today from my record Revelations called Like a Lily. And it's for all of you out there that maybe you have a past that you you try to reconcile, I can tell you right now, we don't we don't really have any control about where we're born or who we're born into or the family we're born into, but we do have control as to where we go when we're able to make our own decisions. And I decided to be a victor and not a victim. It's pretty much what this song is about, and I hope you enjoy it. We come back, Andrea McGee. Strong like a lily, rich as a river, washed in the blood of
everybody. We're back with the Texas Homegrown Music, and my guest today is Andrea McGee. Welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So um, you don't probably recognize me or uh, understand that I saw you um, not even a month ago at during South by Southwest of um, when Paige and Nick did the little outdoor concert and mm-hmm. you were up there playing. And I was just so impressed. First of all, it was so fun for me because I'd say probably six of the people that had been up there that day had been now on my show. And some of them I'd never seen before and gotten to meet. Oh, so wow. it was really fun for me to be able to go there and do that. But what a great um, opportunity it was for people to see so many great uh, wonderful, awesome musicians right there in such an easygoing atmosphere. That that had yeah. to be fun for you guys as well. It was wonderful. Nick and Paige do such a wonderful job at that. You know, I they've done it two years in a row now, and I I'm usually I've been an official artist at South by both times, and it's a whirlwind. You know, South by is just crazy. Uh, you're running from one thing to the next. Especially there's like two different worlds. There's the Austin world. There's the official South by world. And I was gutted to not make it the year before because it's such a taste of what Austin truly is. You know, the South by world, the official stuff, it just feels like an alien part of it. It's really cool. You get to connect with some amazing people that you'd never get. It's such a great opportunity. But the reason I fell in love with Austin in the first place when I came over from Ireland was exactly what Nick and Paige had put on. It was that community, that friendship they were the first people I met when I first came oh, wow. here as well so and we met at this house concert which was a very strange little unique thing um and the fact that they're continuing to to you know give back to the tapestry of Austin like that is beautiful so I did definitely like whirlwind in and whirlwind out so I might have we might have said hi but I was probably like oh my god I want to no, be a part of this. I was I, you know I'll tell you I think that what they're doing is exactly what people want because they want to see people in a real, you know, atmosphere where they're um, approachable. And I know we can't always be that way um, in sh- at shows, but uh, and for those of you that are listening, um, you know, we we've had Paige and Nick on. They have the band The Reverent Few, and they're also involved in some other things that we'll talk about as well. But they they invited all of their friends to come out. They had their, they opened up their front lawn, and they had all their neighbors come out, and and they uh, bring, they had all the the performers bring their merchandise, and they got up mm-hmm. and sang, and it was just such a it was like a hoot nanny. I don't know if you've ever yeah, it was wonderful. You know, I don't. Yeah. If you're familiar with that term, but mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was like. So, well, before we get into this too deep, I want everybody and all my listeners to know that you are originally from Belfast and yep. you made your way over to Texas. I really want to know what it is that made you come over here because that's quite a journey. I'm so glad that you are and that you did. And of course, now we're going to claim you as a Texas girl. Once you, once you, take, once you get into our soil, we don't let you go. <laughs> so. uh, well, and I didn't want to go, you know, it's so yeah, I grew up in Ireland uh, my whole life, Belfast and Donegal. So in the North and the South, I was a, a mixture of both. And um, I met uh, a fine musician and one of my best friends now, Ben Jones, uh, in England. I was teaching at the time in a high school, uh, teaching music. I have a degree in music and a 
like a master's in education and but I've always been a performer and a singer songwriter um we met I really wanted to put this at the front so did he and we just decided to jump on a plane and come over to America honestly with a woman of prayer like it was there wasn't a lot organized there was bits there was a route organized so we started in Seattle and we had 21 cities and we're both solo acts at the time and we made our way across the um across the United States and we came across Austin halfway through that trip and that was also during South by so we were like what well, I mean Ben knew I kind of live in a bubble so uh, <laughs> I was like wow this place is amazing um and yeah visited all these incredible cities got to to feel like what the energy of each city you know we talk Seattle Portland like everywhere up to Austin and then we got to Austin and I was like oh this feels different this has like a real love and a family and a community vibe and a vibrance of music and by this point we had put the duo beat root revival together uh, and it was very it was like a week before we got to austin and austin just opened its arms to what we were offering on that first week it was incredible like the story could be a book but this taxi driver picked us up and was a normal taxi ride to start with and we told him his story our story and he was like wow you know you're just over from Ireland and England and you don't really know anyone and you're just trying to make a new life out of music and we were like yeah he ended up befriending us picking us up the next day and taking us around to all of you know the magic little hotspots so he took us to Jenny's little longhorn took us to the continental club and when we went to Jenny's I got talking to the owner she within 10 minutes of the hearing our story invited us to open for Dale Watson hey. that coming Sunday and then our first show was opening for Dale Watson within 3 days of being in Austin then he invited us to do it again at the Continental Club so that was like within 24 hours of each other we were due to leave and she came to me and said hey would you stay for a couple of weeks we could get you some work and at this point we kind of exhausted our funds which there wasn't really any of anyway. <laughs> um and it, it just felt so organic and so beautiful and then this homeowner this lady that had a house and, a, and some space and he ended up becoming our austin family invited us to stay with them for free because they loved the show and they they trusted like we were just shown this honest love and support and me being so far away from home, Ben being far away from home too, I was definitely yearning that. I was feeling a bit like, okay, this was a really exciting thought and endeavor, but it's hard, mm -hmm. you know, like it was a, it was a challenge personally. And I knew that music has always been my driving force, but when you don't have any security, you yearn for that, hey, come, I'll make you a home-cooked meal. You just just people mm -hmm. to, to actually become friends because it feels quite lonely when you're out on the road. And uh, Austin, Texas, just give us that in abundance. And it continued to do that. You know, that was the first experience. We then came back. We got a visa. We knew that Austin was home base. And it was just like an organic connection. I always say it felt like it gave us a hug when we really needed it. And it has continued to support my solo music, our music together as Beatroot. And I have just got to meet some of the most incredible friends, people that are going to be the tapestry of my life forever.
because of this community that Austin and Texas offers. I, I've I'm so so grateful to be a part of it. Well, you know, you created your family and that's, um, I'm a big believer in that, especially when you get older and you realize that, um, you know, you have to kind of decide who and what it is that you want to be a part of. And I think it's just beautiful that you had the, the, first of all, that you had the gumption to do this. I mean, a lot of people dream about these kind of th- adventures, but they just don't have what it takes to stay, you know, step off that cliff. And that's exactly what you did. And you flew. And um, and then sometimes, you know, you kind of need to be brought into a, ne- a nest and nurtured a little bit so you can fly again. And so it sounds like you found your home. And that's, that is such a beautiful way because that really speaks to my heart. That's exactly what happened at the right time. We'd been on the road. We'd been like hustling, trying to figure out how to get this off the ground when you know no, nobody. And then Austin and Texas, they nurtured me. They, they said, hey, I love you. Don't change. Because I was coming in with this Irish drum doing something really different. And that can be very daunting when you're not like holding a guitar and knowing what everybody else knowing what the general public tends to love what I'm doing is quite unique and I'm there's always an element of I'm like are people going to be like what is she doing (laughs) you know (laughs) I didn't get that from this whole country you know actually this whole country has said hey we like you as you are don't change well um, especially Texas and and, you know that that's just the beginning of your talent honey And, and I like I said I was reading about you before we got on here and I knew all automatically that because of my relationship with uh, Nick and Paige that you were a, a you know you were a different kind of person and when I say different I mean a very embracing and loving kind of person because that's the kind of uh, you know, that's the kind of people that they surround themselves with and of course mm-hmm. they exude it themselves as well and mm-hmm. and that's a big part of it but um I I'm just so excited to get to know you and also just this plethora of of talent that you have i mean you you play the drum you uh play the flute i think i read that and you you started out doing that you you and ben spent some time on the west coast and it opened up some pretty amazing doors for you that i can't wait to share with our listening audience so but before we do any of that i really want to i want them to understand your voice because it is so beautiful and so silky and smooth and sultry and yet um, powerful and grabs you. And I also can't um, get away from that beautiful smile you have. And I, now I know yeah. why they call you <laughs> Smiler. I mean, you know, yeah. I, think I, I think you said that was a nickname that you were pinned when you were very young. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So from a very young age, my, all my dad's friends at all the pubs and would just, I was just this little blonde smiler like no matter what happened I just had this big cheesy grin and I was an Irish dancer and I wasn't the best Irish dancer but I would win awards for being the most charming there you go Well, that was me in high school. I wasn't really the smartest, but I was Uh very charming and my teachers loved me. And so I I did really well. Well, I want to play Over Here in Texas. It's a beautiful song that you wrote. Um, You want to give me just a little premise about it? Yeah, I wrote this song honestly as a thank you to Austin and to Texas for accepting me because I was missing home so deeply at that time. I still do every day, but I am 
I get to go out, you know, multiple nights of the week and be a part of the community that say, hey, it's going to be okay. And this was my offering to say, hey, thank you for accepting me. Well, it's a beautiful offering and we'll take it. It's uh, Over Here in Texas by Andrea McGee. We're going to be playing some more of her music as well and hearing some fabulous stories. But for right now, here you go. Over Here in Texas, right here on Texas Homegrown Music.
We're back, and I'm sure all of you are blown away by this girl's voice because I know I've been listening to it all morning, getting ready for this interview. And uh, you know, I don't know, I, I I can't remember who it is that I that it reminds me of, but um, she. Uh, I, I'll think of the song because when I tell you, and it'll probably be off the air because I won't remember it. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure you're going to want to listen to her music, but um, it's just you know your voice is. I don't know what it is about it. It kind of, it's captivating for sure, but it's just so easy to listen to. And um, I don't know. I'm sure you already know how talented you are. No. Speaking of, no, it's, uh, thank speaking you. <laughs> of how talented you are. So you and Ben had a lot of doors open up for you that are pretty remarkable. I'd love for you to tell some of the stories about um, meeting some of these people and how I, you ended up going on some fabulous tours as a result. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it really is um, something I'm incredibly grateful for, those those memories and those opportunities and those experiences. I've met some of the best people of my life now, and they're now my friends, which is incredible. Um, I suppose it really all kicked off when I actually went to visit my childhood best friend from Ireland um, over in San Diego. Um, and I was working really hard at the time. I wasn't going to go cause I didn't really have any money for the flight to be honest, but I was like, no, I gotta go. So I went and I met her and they were making food, uh, for dinner. And I, I was like, can I contribute? Can I help? And the, the gentleman who owned the house was like, Hey, just pick up that guitar and sing a sweet Irish song. So I did. And he was like, you know, I have some friends in the music industry. I'd like you to come and have a coffee with me in the morning and see if we could meet them. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I did say I was coming out here just to just switch off, but um, I ended up going and having a coffee and meeting there. The, it turned out like timing is everything. It turned out that the executive of surf dog records, they own a beautiful uh, record label that's right on the coast of, of Encinitas and they have a coffee shop at the front and they were like, yeah, you know, we have a lot of time for Jerry, who's my uh, best friends, like father-in-law. We don't usually meet anyone, but I don't know why, but we're going to meet this girl. Uh, so I had this coffee, this organic coffee with the uh, president of the record label and he was like, I, yeah, I, I think I'd like to to see if we could do some work with you. And this was all just a very spontaneous thing. And so first of all, what they did was they offered us a tour with Brian Setzer, uh, just off a feeling that they had. So we went out and did that tour as Ben and I as Beetroot and did a you know national tour on the Brian Setzer Christmas Rocks yeah. tour, um, which was incredible. Um, and then from that, they saw how the audience responded to us and they wanted to take, you know, develop our relationship further. So they introduced us to uh, a company that they worked with in um, L.A. who then managed Brian Wilson. 
and they just really loved what we were doing and they gave us one show in Dublin of Ireland to open for Brian Wilson. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was <laughs> in incredible. Ireland. Hallway <laughs> in Dublin. Yeah, it was incredible. We ended up uh, doing that show and obviously the imp- we had a really positive impact with the crew, with Brian, with the band and everything just fit like that. It just, there was no, it didn't, it, it, there was nothing like, it was just natural. There wasn't a lot of effort. And then they were like, why don't you come out for the rest of the year? And then that turned into out to three years. And we toured with them as the opening act for three years. We jumped on the buses and uh, yeah, it was some of the best things of my times of my life. I got to, it, on the Christmas tour, I got to sing around the piano to close the night with Brian, uh, Old Lang Zang. It was just like, when I think back, I could cry. Honestly, it's, and it all came from that coffee and this friendship and genuine relationship that I've now built with these wonderful people in the industry who I call my friends and my mentors that I could call at the drop of a hat. And I just, I believe in the people that they are. They they put people and artistry and talent at the forefront. And that's the kind of artists that they work with. And I feel very grateful that they brought me into that little category and wanted to work with Beatroot. And then I did some solo stuff uh, um, when Ben wasn't available. And that was kind of what spurred me on to do some some more solo stuff was seeing the response to my solo stuff as well as beetroot on these tours. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I can have both wings going at the same time. Um, well, you know, um, I just, I love hearing stories like this. And I, I think probably for me, it's because I'm all about us realizing that our purpose here on earth is really about relationships. And, um, you know, you have certainly learned that because you, who I, I think the whole thing with Ben was you saw him playing at a, at a show in, uh, you know, in London, I think. Yep. And you had the gumption to go up and, and say something and meet with them. I was, I was genuinely blown away. When I am taken by a person, there is nothing in the world can stop me. Like I, it's like. It's like it's not me. It's like there's an ulterior force, whatever you believe that is. You know, I know that I have my own beliefs, yeah. but it, I become a vessel and I, re, I I surrender in those moments and just say, okay, show me where to go without sounding too kind of airy-fairy about it. But something made me walk up to the front and introduce myself because I was so blown away by by the spirit that I felt in Ben when I saw him play for the first time that I I just had to be like, hi. You're incredible. What was that? Well, like what? <laughs> you know, we um, it, we'll we'll just go a little side note here, because um, I can already tell that you and I probably have a lot of very similar beliefs. I'm a, I'm I'm a very spiritual person. You know, I'm not real religious, although I've been exposed to a lot of it. I mean, I went to a Bible college for gosh sake, so you know, mm-hmm. so I've had a lot of that too. But what I've learned in my years of um, living in this world is that we all are drawn to one another according to the spiritual kindredness that we have and Mm -hmm. um, if we're open to it and they're open to it somehow they want to they want to meet up and they want to get together and I've started really listening to that voice and being you know aware of it and and in fact I look for opportunities and that's one of the reasons why I love doing this show and being able to 
you know, kind of stay relevant because, you know, what happens when you, I've been playing in a band with my husband for more than 30 years. And, and we met because he saw me play and, and, you know, it was just a magical thing, yeah. but it's because we, we are all yearning for that connection. Mm-hmm. And if we're open to it, I promise you, whatever you believe, the universe, God, fate, however you want to look at it, it will bring you to, will will bring it together. And, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm just so grateful that you're open to it. And clearly the people that you've re- have this relationship with are open to it as well. And they yeah, can it's, feel it's, it and sense it and see it. It's, it's so cute because you said, you know, I, this, this guy just wanted to take me to this coffee. Well, it's because he, he could relate to you and he kind of felt like this guy that he knew would be able to relate to you. And that's how it happens. Um, I think that's why, you know, we always say that it's so good for us to try to meet other people through our friends because they can kind of mm-hmm. get an idea. But when it's somebody, when it's just out of the blue, like it is for some of these stories with that. And then of course the story that that I read about Dave Stewart and mm-hmm. um, you, that again, there's another something in the atmosphere and in our, in our being that draws us to these people. Yeah, I've been so fortunate since it's always been a part of my life. Even when I was in Ireland, I tended to drift and wander into these scenarios where I would be like, oh, oh wow, you know, and and I have to be really honest, like I'm not really clued in in the famous world. I really it's it's crazy. Like it's almost a little embarrassing for me, but I I put so much of my stock and my love in the people that are like surrounding me or that I mm-hmm. get to know that I I tend to not, you know, know exactly. So I've met so many famous people and I'm like, who are you? Oh, really? What do you do? No, I, I, I end up in, so, yeah. What, what, what do you do? What's your story? And they're like, oh, well, I'm in music. I'm like, oh, great, me too. Wow, I love music. And then I'm like, and Ben's been amazing because in those scenarios, he's like, Andrea, like, for example, now I, this this one, I do carry a lot of embarrassment, but I do also blame it on a baseball cap. After one of our Brian Wilson shows, at, I can't believe I'm sharing this, but I am, uh, at New, in New Jersey, uh, we were coming off stage because we really respect and honor the crew, and we had a 30-minute slot. We were a tiny footprint. That's why it worked so well. We got on and off in three minutes so that they, they didn't affect anything to do with the big, large band and uh, we were just, I have so much respect for stage crews and crews of those tours because I know that they are the body of why they work. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, right, get, get, get off. And as we walked to the side, this wonderful gentleman with a hat on was like, oh, that was brilliant. May I, may I help you? I was like, oh, no, no, sorry. I just, I, it was really tight. So I was like trying to maneuver. And Ben was like, give him your drum. Give him your drum. I was like, shush, Ben, whatever. Like, I didn't, I probably said something ruder. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I get off. And he was like, Andrea, give him your drum. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I can't, like, I, I was just like trying to get off. He was like, it's the boss. Give oh him. my gosh, it was Bruce. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. He was like, Andrea, that's Bruce Springsteen. And I was just like, oh, but I was in such a tizzy. But honestly, that's, that's kind of like, I know that some people scoff and roll their eyes at me because I, I don't know everything about everyone. I, I really don't, but I'll never forget that story. I'll never forget that moment. I'll never forget how kind he was to offer to hold something. And he is a living legend that I am like, oh my goodness. As soon as it was finished, I'm like, 
all the respect in the world for you, but up until that point, I don't know. Uh, girl, I'm right there with you. I'm going to tell you a story that I don't think I've ever said, shared on the yeah. air either. But um, so my husband and I were playing a gig in um, downtown Dallas on uh, right after New Year's Eve, and in walks this whole crew of people. And my husband's playing guitar, and he's freaking out. I didn't know it was Clarence Clemens and. Uh, and uh, Alan Thicke and Kelsey Grammer. It, it, was, it was six, you know, actors and, and yeah. you know, musicians, yeah. right? And um, I didn't even know who Clarence Clemens was. And, of course, my husband was a huge Bruce Springsteen fan and loved Clarence and, you know, was the big man and the boss. So that was, uh, you know, they, he. Yeah. my husband's from New Jersey originally. So that there you oh, go. Okay, okay. Yeah. And he invites him to come play. And I'm like, what's he going to play? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I had no idea. He ends up going and getting his saxophone. I you know, I'd heard too. Born to you know I'd heard a few of the hits of, of Bruce, but I really wasn't a huge fan until after I met Clarence and Clarence. We we all did shows together for almost twenty years before his passing, but I was the same way. I was I was embarrassed. And George George got the biggest kick out of me standing there going, "Who's that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's it's not it's I don't know. It's hard to know everyone, you know. But once you meet them once and. Yeah. In our world, like you're just constantly spinning, like you're constantly. I always say I'm like a whirlwind. I whirlwind into something, and then I whirlwind. Yeah, and then, no, no, no. I have a better term for you, honey. You're just a free spirit, and I can rec- yeah. I recognize <laughs> it. Um, I'm more like the tornado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, well, that is so fun, and I, I um, of course, you know, I, since I've done all those tours, I mean, and all those shows with Bruce, I mean, with uh, Clarence, I got to meet Bruce several times and be backstage with him. And he really is a a really sweet guy. Genuine, beautiful. He really is. And I think that's part of the reason why he's been uh, so in this for so long and people just embrace him. He's sold out shows for you know, and God love him. Three and a half to four hour shows. I don't know how he does that after night. I yeah. I really don't. But yeah, well, that must have been That's amazing appalling. and, and a wonderful. Yeah. And so, what a what a beautiful ride that you've been on, honey, and deservedly because I've been listening to your stuff, and I can't wait to have you in our um, little town of McKinney sometime. I got to bring you guys here to play. But yeah. I want to I want to play another song because I, I and there's so many of them out there, guys. She's got it's two records out. Do you have? I have two solo records out. Yeah, Only Love I put out during the lockdown, um, and then uh, Belfast Girl I put out uh, just at the end of last year. And I'm actually currently working on the next one. I just of course started you are a, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. <laughs> started recording. Well, <laughs> I, I just love this rendition of "Down to the River to Pray." Uh, it's it's really beautiful, and then the way you go into the upbeat at the end is awesome. So I wanted to play this for my listeners because I know they'll really appreciate it. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more about where you can find her, um, about her schedule. And if you're in the Austin area ever, she's got some residencies there. You guys are going to want to pick up on, and but. They're all, she's also touring as well all the time. So Andrea McGee, here's Down to the River to Pray right here on Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll be right back. As I went down to the river to pray, worrying about the good old day, and who shall wear the thorny crown. Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go. Let's go down, come on down Oh brothers, let's go down Down 
Well, I got to tell you, honey, I am so enjoying getting to know you. You're such a genuine, kind human. I can just tell that there's a big kindredness in not only you and I, but also a lot of other girls out of Boston that I love and adore. And I want to make mention of that because you have um, certainly have the Beetroot Revival that you do with um, Ben Jones. And then all of you, Ben also has a solo career. Mm-hmm. But then you guys, you girls have put together this residency. I know you're on Thursday nights at Saxon Pub. It's called PAC. Do you want to tell me all the girls that are in it? I don't want to miss mistake any. I know Carrie and uh, just tell yeah. me that and it's P-A-A-C-K. So I'm assuming it's everybody's first names. It's everyone's first name. Yeah. It came about very organically. It's uh, Paige DeChaussey from The Reverend Few, myself, Andrea McGee from my project and be all the things I do. Carrie Hudson and Good Company. And then the the other two girls uh, are from Madame Radar, uh, Violet Leah and Kelly Green. And it is such a, like, it's a love side project. You know, it's one of these things that I was branching out doing my own solo thing. And I, I think that I was yearning for other things in my life at the time. And I had this residency at Sea Boys and myself and a, one of the former members of PAC, uh, a girl called Amanda Darnell Ruby Dice, um, I approached her, we had a conversation about maybe building a night together where we invited other female artists in to share the stage. And at that point, I was yearning for that. So uh, we invited Paige, Carrie and Kelly to join us. And I remember after the very first show, um, uh, like which was my solo residency, but I was like, well, we'll try this. And it was just like such an organic blooming thing that I was like, oh, and I think for me, I was like, I want a space where we can have fun. We can collaborate, collaborate and also let go of the pressures Mm -hmm. of how it feels to stand in your own band and navigate all the energies of your own band. And because we all know what that's like, we all have to navigate in our own wee worlds. Um, Especially I feel like women empaths we feel a lot in our own projects and we want to keep everyone happy and this was like a space to go let's just sit and not have to worry about that and just sing and have fun and it's kind of just like a song swap where we present our material but we present it in a different way we now present it together with this all-female energy and we get our partners to come and sit in at different points and and it's all about sharing uh, but there was, there's a kinship and there's something very special when the five of us all play together. And yeah, it's just a really beautiful thing we do every Thursday. We all have our solo projects. So that is something that we're all focusing on, but we also feel the strength of this. But I think that we're kind of like sitting on it, sitting tight, letting our letting our, ourselves spread our wings in our own direction. And then we'll always have this underneath kind of just bolstering us up and Really, for me, it's a place to go um, and just sit and let go of everything and also grow. You know, it's a chance to grow. It's a chance to, like, play songs in a different scenario that you might not be so comfortable in at the start. And then it grows into this comfort. And you're like, oh, my goodness, 
music is so amazing how it's adaptable and you figure out different ways my dog singing I, I hear that <laughs> I hear that um, well but yeah I want to catch it I mean I obviously there's a lot of talent up there and it's got to be so much fun to feel and be a part of that I love it I I, I absolutely love singing with other people and um, especially ones that I admire and their styles and I, I can imagine yeah. that's got to be fun so that's still going on correct on Thursday that, night yeah that's still happening every Thursday at the Saxon pub if you're ever in Austin and I think for me I have this real um there's a fire inside me about women in music um I don't know where it comes from maybe it comes from my ancestors or something something deep in me that I want to support and encourage women to take leadership roles and to really like show the strength that we have to bring people together. It's, it's something really special. And it's a nice little segue for me to also share with y'all that I have launched my own nonprofit. Okay. Um, Let me hear about it. With, with that in mind, it's called Music Helps. It's alongside another incredible female who is a psychiatrist and has built these hospitals. Um, and yeah, so Music Helps is a nonprofit that will be using the healing benefits of music to within the industry. So one of the divisions will be trauma and we're going to be working with a children's home in Austin to offer music programs. And then the second division will be women, which will be to encourage women to take leadership roles within the industry. Um, and I, I feel like that's just a part of my core coming up and PAC was an inspiration for that. You know, that was like the early stages of it. Um, well, I'm definitely yeah. down for that, and I'm going to look that up and be a be a supporter for sure because I really believe in it, and I believe in the power of music, um, especially the healing elements that it has. Um, people often will come and say things to me after a show and say, "I really needed that tonight. I really felt something. I was in a you know really low place in my life." And my daughter, who um, is very musical, um, is really uh, searching to. To find ways for music therapy to be used more, especially in children's hospitals and places where these kids it, are absolutely you know, in there day after day after day and just trying to find yeah. something to, to get their days. Well, by. when the, when the name came to me, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like what does music not help? Like music helps everything. I've personally been healed by music. Everyone I talk to can feel the healing benefits of music, whether like I don't necessarily understand all of the psychology of it, but that's why I'm working with the psychologist to completely understand it. And it, it really I that is my religion. There you go. Music well, helps, music is you know? music's my religion. That's a song a friend of mine yeah. plays all the time to tell me that's what they believe. So, well, yeah. honey, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you. And I know I'm going to get to know you more because I'm just going to make myself. This is one of those connections <laughs> where I'm I'm going to be like the, the person that saw you on stage and said, I got to know you. I got to get to know um, you. So that's yeah, how yeah. it's going to be. So um, you've got the pack on Thursday nights. Are you still doing a residency at Sea Boys? Yes. Every Monday I spread my wings with my solo project. And i that's really what I'm, you know, that's my baby. That's my little nest egg that I'm excited. And it's it started to spread its own wings. And I'm, I'm in doing some recording for the next album. 
And I have some really, really exciting things that are right, quite. Well, to I'm going to have you back when that re- when that record's gone ready. So you got to let me know when it's when it's coming out. We'll have yeah. you back on, and I'm going to have you back in McKinney, not realizing you were here with with uh, Beetroot, but you're going to come back on your solo career, and we're going to have a good time. Love and you. I also want to get all you girls here together. We'll just have a yeah. really fun time sharing music yeah. and life and love. Love that. So thank you so much. Well, I'm going to play Belfast Girl, and I don't think it needs any introduction. <laughs> this song just pretty much says it says it all from the heart and that's pretty much how you are sweetheart i can already tell yeah. you just live mm-hmm. life from the heart and it's a beautiful thing to watch and be a part of and i'm so glad i got to meet you today so thank you for being on the show for all you listeners andrea mcgee it's spelled a-n-d-r-e-a mcgee m-a-g-e-e and you can find her music on of course all of the streaming um platforms but um be sure to support her because i i just think you're a beautiful kind soul and yeah. we need more of you we need more of of smiler in the world yeah. <laughs> here you so go much. belfast girl right here on texas homegrown music and we'll be right back looking back at what could have been pacing through the memories that built me Every morning to the school down the road Cause I'm a Belfast girl who sees more than you know Daydream believer, always wanted more
you guys enjoyed the show as much as I did and also just getting to know someone and realizing that you know we're all the same no matter where we're from we're all just trying to find our way and just make our life mean something and I don't know I think it means something if you are relational and if you can find people that you can share your life with try to make this world a better place that's pretty much what my motto is peace love and kindness you know how it is I can tell you this I can't wait for you guys to see and meet Andrea. She's going to be at the Guitar Sanctuary on July 22nd, so be sure to come out, as well as my good friend Patrice Pike. So we'll have information about that. Also, I've got the TMR stage. That's right, Texas Music Revolution 26 on June 2nd and 3rd. My band will be playing late night on both of those nights, but we've got lots of great musicians on stage, including Courtney Patton, who's going to be with her band on Friday night, and I'm really looking forward to that. Also, if you're going to the Byron Nelson on Saturday night of the Byron, I'm going to be playing there. Uh-huh, that's right. My band will be playing as well as the Buffalo Ruckus, so that'll be a lot of fun, too. Lots of fun things coming up for everybody to be a part of. It's music festival time, and I'm excited about it, so I hope you'll avail yourself to live music. That's really what this show is about, trying to introduce you to these Texas musicians and to get you out there and see them. Speaking of Texas musicians, I'm going to sh- close the show with Songbird Jones. He'll be on our stage on Saturday, June the 3rd. Love this song. My hallelujah is here to stay. And you know me, my hallelujah is definitely here to stay. Thank you to Tupps Brewery, the Guitar Sanctuary and Brewer's Injury Law for making this possible. Peace out, everybody. We'll see you soon right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Well, I'm taking my balloons with my blacks With the bad days that I can't get back I can't seem to cry I wash them in the water at the riverside And I'm throwing them all away I'm throwing them all away I'm 
up around 